1: Well, our next guest is the Crows National Recruiting Manager. He's a good man. He's got a busy day on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm. Hamish Ogilvie joins us now. G'day, Ham.
2: Hello, Kim. Michelangelo, how are you? Good. good.
1: Thank you, Great Hamish. to have you on. Have we got some questions for you? Ooh. Have you got a crystal ball first <laughs> up?
0: to it. Have you got the crystal ball all clearly primed and ready to go?
2: I wish I did, Michael Answell. I did used to like it in the old days when we lined up 30 players and just ticked them off. It's a yeah. bit more complicated these yeah.
0: days. You, is it too compromised now, the whole draft process?
2: Uh, well, the, the academy bids and the NGAs, they, they don't complicate it much more. I mean, good on Gold Coast. They've done a great job with their yeah. academy boys. Hopefully we can do the same with our NGAs and father-sons in the future. Yeah. Yep.
1: All righty, we've been getting a lot of correspondence and texts coming through. Another one's come through just as I speak. Um, Adelaide have picks 10, 14 and 20. I appreciate some of these things you won't be able to answer, but it is a huge day for every club and all these youngsters. But it's just not Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, isn't it? is not its it? There's years of research goes into these decisions that you make next week.
2: Yeah, and it's the excitement of, of the boys getting picked on probably for us on Tuesday. I guess there's a slight chance we might go into... Uh, sorry, for us, Monday, slight chance we might go into Tuesday and then probably nothing other than our own players on the Wednesday coming back in. But the, the real excitement comes when you get to see the, the boys at the club and the new players get to meet them. But it's about 10 years, not 10 minutes. So we mm. need we all need to remember that and remain patient.
1: So, Hamish, picks 10, 14 and 20. I appreciate you can't show your hand, but everyone is suggesting that Adelaide will try and go up the order. Is that a realistic option or something you like to do?
2: Yeah, if you had asked me yesterday, I thought we were getting close to set, and then uh, the phone rang in the afternoon, and it's Rudy's phone's been ringing all morning, and there's probably the possibility of that now. So, um, don't know if it's definite, but we've fielded some calls, so we reconvened today and prepared some more scenarios um, to go up with the odd pick and perhaps go back a little bit as well. So there's more going on than I, I anticipated. Um, so there is the chance for some movement and him, that makes it really hard to lock mm. into certain players. Like we probably set on about eight players that we were working on, um, you know, we have done the work on guys through the middle of the draft in case we had to go back, uh, so some of that might become a bit more real, but it's all going to be on the clock. The scenarios are a club will ring. If our player's there or if our player's gone, would you do X, Y and Z? So I, I think Reedy's had three or four of those phone calls today, so it's not just going up. Uh, it's its future and the possibility to slide back a bit more and see what we can gain. But we're in a good position either way. Mm. And People are coming to us because we've got 10, um, 14, which the guys did a great job of trading with Gold Coast and 20. So we're in a good position. So that allows us to explore those options.
1: Hamish, we know that you had plans uh, A, B, C, D, E, F probably. Uh, you've been doing it a long time. What, what has been the more, one of the more dramatic scenarios you've encountered where you wanted a player, say you had pick whatever, hypothetically. You had picked 12 and then all of a sudden the player you wanted, he goes and the other one went before and you... It, it, take us through what it's like when you're under the yeah, clock there, doing there, that. there's
2: always one or two. I mean, uh, the longer you do it, you understand that someone's going to get picked before you and there's a chance that you're probably going to like that player. I love little Arthur Jones from the Bulldogs and yes. he got picked one, one spot before us. He was a bit of a favourite. Um, in the Ned McHenry, McHenry draft, there was heaps going on and Um, I had Ned highlighted. He was always one that we were really keen on, and I lost my way with the order a little bit as the trades were going down, and I had to get an elbow in the from one (laughs) my those guys to make sure I'd I'd, I'd put the highlighter through the right players. So I could see him slipping off the board, and I thought we were going to miss him. Um, It it was much more straightforward in the old days. In the old days, you'd, you'd have your order and then three or four scenarios off to the side. If we pick X and Y, we'll do this with our next pick. So... I guess the fact that we've got three mm. picks in, up uh, pretty high in the draft, allows us to probably balance off uh, the draft with our with our third pick. But mm. we're not going to be beholden to needs, or there's there's a good mix of player types in there. So we'll, we'll pretty much take the best available and, and uh, have a look at where we're at with the third pick.
0: Yep. That's the key question, homie. So Adelaide has been in a very, very strategic rebuild. It has been very patient and has been very much sticking to plan. That was the question I had in mind. When you're looking at best available player or most pressing need, where's Adelaide at at the moment?
2: I think given our 3 picks are in a good position, Michelangelo, we keep pushing on with that. I mean, we're not, we're not finished yet. You're right, it has been strategic. Uh, I think this is probably you know the last draft where we for a while where we might bring in three players. I mean, there's a world where we only bring in two in this draft, and then I think we we try and get a bit more active in free agency and trading. So the fact that we've got the picks in a good position allows us to to have a look at that, um, and and we'll go best available. You just can't have enough talent on your list. You can't have too many good players, Um, and we're open to tight because we can still take um, different types onto our list that we'll add.
1: So if it's your pick next and you rate two players equally and one's a tall and one's a mid, which way are you going to go?
2: Oh, in that case, other than perhaps the third pick, Kim, I'll just stick to the talent order. If we're not going to do a trade, we just take the player in order. Um, but after we've had our first two, if, if you know we've, we've gone two mids, for example, yep. well, then we probably would look at a different type with the third pick. And the fact that we've got three picks in a good spot allows us to probably do that.
1: Now, I know this is awkward. Um, What about Taylor Goad? Everyone knows that Adelaide Uh, needs another ruckman.
2: Not if you ask uh, Kieran Straughan or Riley O'Brien. They'd probably say we don't need one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Kieran Uh, would probably say I need another club because he can't get a crack at it.
2: Um, And and we have got big Riley there who can do Mm. a bit of both. So we're in a good position with the rucks. Uh, He's done a great job, Taylor. Come in really first year in the pathway and um, and done really well. Yep, he's raw and he's 207 and he's got a lot of work to do. But credit to Dean Brogan, who's done a great amount of work with him and really helped develop his footy pretty quick. So he's going to get picked somewhere. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, that's an interesting answer. So you're saying that you're set for rucks now, but obviously he wouldn't be ready. They're always a long-term mm. prospect. He wouldn't be ready for another three years probably.
2: No, he wouldn't. He's probably, uh, he's only really had one, one year in the pathway, but who knows? No expe- expectations, no limitations. We'll see what happens.
0: Hey, Mister. Talk about you're really well placed for draft picks this year. You've got a plan so many years in advance and you've got those father-son options that are coming up and we know the Welsh one is a big one that everyone keeps mentioning. How are you fielding that debate about what you can get today and what you've got to hang on to tomorrow, particularly with draft picks?
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we've got a bit there for next year already and there's always the following year so 2025 you can always bring those picks in to try and gather some extra stock Uh, it's a year out um, with Tyler look he's done really well he needs to improve his consistency but Mm. he's in working hard we're going to have him for probably a third of the time and the other two thirds will be with the South Australian Academy so that's a good fit for him gives him a chance to really improve and work on his game and a um, year's a long time in footy, as we know, so we'll see, we'll see where he sits at the end of, of next year. But I think we'll be in a reasonable position okay. Um, okay. to manage that.
1: Haim, hey, I'll throw a few of these texts at you very shortly, but earlier in the show today, we spoke to Isabel Borlase, who is the sister of James Borlase. Uh, are you confident that he will be back on the list?
2: Uh, well, we've had good discussion with James and his management, so uh, hopefully all going well. Yes, he will be. We've made that commitment to James, so I hope uh, I hope we can get that done.
1: All right, let's throw a few of these at you. Can you please ask Hamish about Toby Murray? Is he eligible to be selected via pre-season supplemental pick? That's from Sean from Brisbane.
2: Well, we haven't got a spot on our list at the moment for a, a rookie or an SSP, so touch wood we don't have a long-term injury uh, if we did that would that option would open up. Um so Toby signed with our our sample program and um, the Ibis the boys call him the Ibis. I've watched him play a lot over the mm. last few years. He's really come a long way. So we're wrapped to have him in our sample program, but at this stage we won't have a rookie selection other than to bring our two boys back on, uh and that will mean we won't have an SSP spot and mm. Touchwood we don't get a long-term injury.
1: All right, mm. here's another one. Can you please ask Hamish if Ashton Moyer, South Adelaide boy, isn't he? Uh, slips past pick 40. Glenelg. Oh, Glenelg, Glenelg apologies. King, no, apologies. I'll get cranky. Yeah, no, no. Big mistake by me. Ten push-ups. Um, if Ashton Moyer... We spoke them him last week, too. If Ashton Moyer slips past pick 40, have Adelaide got room to match a bid for him as a next-gen academy player? From Bunga at Cummins, then in brackets, home of Jenny Borlase.
2: No, he's not. he's not a next-gen player, mm. so he doesn't qualify as next-gen. Uh, And if our picks stood the way they are at the moment, we'd be out of the draft at pick 20, so we wouldn't be able to select him.
1: All right, and here's another one, more of a statement from a Mad Crows fan in Lockie. Boys, the Crows need a young ruckman. Mm. All right, we'll take that as a statement.
0: (laughs) Hamish, for all the rule changes you keep getting and the bidding process and so forth, have we got it right? Uh,
2: Probably not quite yet, Roots. I reckon there's a fair bit of work still to do. Um, there's some work to do in the talent pathway. I'm not sure yeah. we've quite recovered from COVID yet. Um, staffing staffing in the region, staffing at yeah. the State League. Um, the, you know, Heath Uni and Tony Bamford are doing the best they can, but I still think um, as an industry we need to support talent a bit more. So I, I think there's still some work to do there, yeah, for sure.
0: So what's your feel on what could happen mid-season? To keep talking about mid-season trading, and we've already got a mid-season draft. How's that going to change things for you as well?
2: Yeah, well, I haven't. I haven't spent too much time at this stage thinking about mid-season drafts. Um, personally, pro, I'm a prob, probably no at the moment. I think yep. we need a bit more time. Um, there's probably enough mechanisms for us to add players, and and I'm a bit old school in that you've built your list, you've got your 44 players. It's a bit of a war of attrition. Let's see who's uh, who's got the best list and who can go the furthest. So yeah, yeah. at the moment, I'm not, I'm not a mid-season draft person. But yep. that's certainly not the club's position. That's just my personal yeah, no, I view. I agree with you.
0: I agree with you. I think you're right. You make all these decisions all the way through November and December. If you get them wrong, well, you pay the price later. I don't see why people are getting free kicks then in June. We'll oh, take, that,
1: take that as my I, comment, Hamish, anyway.
0: I, I agree. Okay, thank <laughs> you.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, last one for you, Hayne. We really appreciate you coming on. Um, who do you think will be in a Crows jumper next year between these players? <laughs> James Leake, Conor <laughs> O'Sullivan, Caleb Windsor, and Darcy Wilson. Who do you reckon will be wearing a Crows jumper?
2: Gee, all of them would be nice. you are pretty good draft. Well, if, you could, uh, if you could do that, I'll just have a quick word to read you and see if you can make some list moves and bring in another three or four picks. But uh, they're all quality kids. They're going to end up uh, on an AFL list somewhere.
1: Hamish, we really appreciate your time today. We know it's a busy period for you. We wish you and the club all the very best on Monday, Tuesday and uh, Wednesday when you try and get a few players back on the list.
2: Thanks, boys. And we've, we've got a ripping Irishman. And I think you'll enjoy
1: meeting um
2: if he decides to stay, and we decide he's going to stay after mm. after Christmas, uh, he's, he's really exciting, Cole Gallagher. So I can't wait for him to get to the club as well.
1: Uh, we yeah. spoke to Shifter Sham about him as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a rap. Are you going out to watch the girls tomorrow night?
2: Uh, I'll be in I'll be in Melbourne, and I might be doing a little sneaky interstate trip to see some parents. So oh, uh, I better keep working.
1: All right, all right, Ham. Right. All the very best.
2: Thanks, boys. Appreciate it.
1: There he is, Hamish Ogilvie. He's a good man.